0: welcome this is episode four of the podcast series leaky bucket of profits hello my name is Tony Malik and I'm the author of the book leaky bucket of profits and this podcast series is based on my book where in each episode I cover a different chapter of the book where we will talk about the content And give you some ideas that you can take back into your business right away to help you improve the performance of your business. So this episode, based on chapter 4, is called Know Your Communication DNA. I'm sure you're wondering, what does that mean? What's what's a communication DNA? In an earlier chapter, I talked about how communication was one of the most important skills that a leader can have. It's the foundation of, of how we motivate people, how we deal with conflict, how we deal with corrective actions, uh, how we communicate our vision and our goals, our our team so that we can help inspire them. So have you ever heard or had a situation where some people just, you didn't communicate well with them? Perhaps they talked too fast for you. Perhaps they talked too slowly for you. Or when you communicated with them, they just didn't seem to get it. Sometimes we call that the communication gap. Well, there's a real specific reason for it and we're going to cover that in this week's episode understanding our communication style and communication styles of others is is crucial for us to have an effective communication because when we understand how we're being perceived we can actually make certain adjustments in how how we communicate with others to be sure our message is getting through properly but at the same time by understanding others we can be a little more accommodating and adjusting to them, so that we can receive their information uh, in in a much more effective way. So that we can have a positive interaction. This is absolutely crucial in leadership because self awareness on you know all of our strengths and weaknesses is really foundational to having to being an effective leader. It's basically what it is. Because when we're self aware, we can adjust and adjust and become better and continually improve to become a great leader what the communication dna is based on there's a model alter that's been used for for many many decades called disk and disk is an acronym d-i-s-n-c and what it does it breaks the communication styles and be, It's a communication and behavioral style. It breaks it down into four basic types. And we're all a blend of all four all four types. And it's unique to us, which is like its own communication DNA. But we're usually dominant in one or two of the styles. sometimes in three, but you, typically most of us are dominant in one or two, which makes up how we communicate with others. And and in some ways and how we communicate with those uh, or how how we receive communication from those uh, that are communicating with us. What DISC does not do, it does not measure a person's value systems. It doesn't measure their personality or their intelligence. It comes down to a very primal level on how we feel we need to interact to be effective and basically to survive in the environment that we're in. And we actually have two kinds of styles. We have a natural style, which is, again, part of our communication DNA. And we have what's called an adjustment style or an adaptive style, where we actually make adjustments based on the environment we're in, so that it's more of a subconscious adjustment in how we interact with others so that we feel that we can can, uh, survive in that environment and be effective in that environment. If you have a copy of the book Leaky Bucket of Profits, I'd suggest you go to page forty-seven. If you're driving, maybe just take note of that page and look at it later. If you don't have a copy of the book, I I highly suggest getting a copy because there are some illustrations in here that I talk about that really help really help make us understand the concepts that are in the book. If you don't want to buy the full book, the e-books are available for download for about the cost of of a glass of wine or 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 a nice uh, nice glass of beer so on page 47 is figure actually 4.2 and what this does this sh- shows the four communication styles it gives a bit of a description on so i'm going to review this with you what you'll find is on the they're, they're, they're split into four quadrants and on the top right quadrant we have a director on the left or so on the bottom right quadrant we have an influencer on the bottom left quadrant we have a steady eddy and on the top left quadrant we have the compliance officer so i'm just going to give a bit of description of which which each type is a director is that typical type 8 personality they tend to be very direct they're very task oriented they're about you know about achieving goals they drive forward they're quite blunt They, they 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 have no problem dealing with conflict or being involved in conflict sometimes they actually enjoy a good debate uh, they don't get personal with things but based on fact they will they will debate on fact they tend to be quick decision makers going on their gut they're they're risk takers and some people may see them as a bit aggressive so that so if if, if you know somebody that seems to sound like that they're probably a director the influencer tends to be more the social person so this is the person they they they're usually quite outgoing just like a director is outgoing as well but the influencer is is outgoing but they care about human interaction they're not really focused on the task they're about building the relationship with the people that they're around and they they like to have a positive environment they want to make sure everyone is feeling good uh, and feeling positive about what's going on and that there's a positive energy they like to get to know people. They express they express their emotions quite openly. You can tell if they're angry or happy or sad. And they're the type that quite often people will say they wear the emotions on their sleeve. So you might, all, you might start to recognize some people or perhaps yourself in one of those two styles so far. The next on the bottom, which is now on the bottom left part of the quadrant, is the steady eddy. These are the people that don't tend to do a ton of talking, but they always seem calm, cool, collected. They're great listeners. They tend to be more detail-oriented. Our director, just to go back, our director and, and an influencer tend to not be very detail-oriented. They're usually about the big picture, So as opposed to the Steady Eddie, which is more detail-oriented. They tend to ask a lot of questions, they don't start a lot of conversations, but they're but they're happy to, uh, to, to ask and, and provide information. But even though they're more laid back, or we could say a little more introverted, they have some similarities to, to the influencer because they are social, they like to be around people. They're just not the ones that'll be the life of the party, but they really enjoy the interaction with, with others around them. When it comes to decision-making, they tend to be a little slow in decisions where a, a, a director and influencer tend to look forward and can 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 sort of envision a future the steady eddie bases a lot of their judgment on what they've seen in the past so they're 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 very nervous to make decisions on things they don't know about so the, so they will get get caught up in that so they do tend to ask a lot of questions about has this been done in the past do you have some proof uh you know do i trust the information and when it comes to change, they don't like a lot of change. D's and I's like change, or they, they at least embrace it. D's are all about, well, we got change, let's get the job done. I's are more about in, in, in changes. Well, we'll come together as a team, and, and, and we're going to really work hard together, and we're going to get this done. That's an I. And S is going to ask a question why do we have to change? Why is this so important? And they need to, that needs to be explained to them as to why we need to change something. They will—they will accept it, but not right away. They—they uh, they need some detailed or some background information before they'll accept change. The compliance officer. So now we're on the on the top left quadrant. The compliance officer is that usually also very introverted, detail-oriented, fact-based analytical. They're the ones that always look like they're thinking. If you're in a group with them, they, they're probably not doing a ton of talking, but they're thinking about things. And when you go to give them s- some information or, or explaining a concept, the analogy I like to use for a compliance officer is they have flow charts in their head. So every time you give them a concept or make a statement you can almost see them thinking and they're trying to figure out how did this person come to this conclusion? They have a lot of trouble accepting fact on on, uh, face value. So they need to understand the logic behind how this statement or how this statement became about. So when dealing with them, we have to understand that because we need to give detail. And for D's and I's, it's hard to give detail, but they need to have detail so that they they can understand how that conclusion came about couple of things you'll, you rec- you'll recognize about them. They will ask a lot of questions. They tend to be introverted. Quite often, these are your typical accountants, engineers, a lot of doctors tend to be, tend to be uh, the compliance officer, uh, bookkeepers as well. One thing to keep in mind uh, with S's, or sorry, with the, with the steady eddies and the compliance officers is they both will not take risks. So they also need a lot of information. They need a lot of detail about past history so they feel confident about moving forward. If they don't have that past history, they can literally get caught in, in a paralysis through analysis. So which one are you? Do you recognize yourself in any of these? So you may be wondering, well, which one is best? Is it? Some people have told me that it's obvious, well, the director or, or the influencer is the best because they're the people persons. That's not, that's not necessarily true. I know business owners that are very successful with their business and run good businesses that come from all four types of styles. The key is self-awareness and how to make the right adjustments and, uh, so that you can be effective. And one of the things we're going to get later at a later episode is we're going to talk about when assembling a team to be sure that you have a balance on your team, so quite often what what a leader needs to do is if if they know they're one of the styles and that style comes with some great talents and, and some great strengths, but it does come with some shortcomings. The key is to surround yourself with people whose styles are have, whose styles are the strengths that cover maybe some of your shortcomings. So now you may be starting to recognize. The styles of some of those around you, your management team, your employees, your peers, uh, or, ev- or even for that matter, uh, people in your family and your friends. A uh, uh, DISC is involved in all parts of our life, not just at work. So I'm going to give you some ideas of, of some adjustments you can make when talking or communicating with each style. Now, if you're already of that style, you probably don't have to make any adjustments. But you do need to be self-aware because there are times that there's going to be some level of conflict, uh, even when two people are of the same style. So, and I'll and I'll talk about that as we go through these styles. So, let's talk about the director. Some things to be aware of when you're interacting with a director is they like you to be direct, they don't like to sugarcoat things, they don't want you to start with a lot of details. Uh, give them kind of the executive summary here. So, you know, you may say, okay, we have a problem, here's the problem and here is you know here's how we're going to solve it but they don't need to know all the details of how you're going to solve it. they're just going to say listen i've got a solution to solve it and they might and if they want more information they'll ask you so if you go through a lot of details without getting to the point they're going to start to get uh, restless and impatient and then your interaction is going to go that great one of the things they look for is energy and confidence so there's quite often what ends up happening is especially s's and c's they tend to be more introverted, and they may be confident in what they're saying. But if 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 a high D doesn't pick up a level of conviction in how the other person is talking, they may not think that person believes in what they're saying, or they may not even think they know what they're talking about. And they'll tend to discount uh, or not accept information. So, uh, dealing with high Ds, you need to have a good level, good level of energy and conviction and confidence in what you're saying, and be direct about it. Now, when dealing with or talking with uh, influencers, a few things to be aware of. Remember, they're social people. So they like a good level of energy. They like a lot of positiveness. They like smile. They they like uh, us to show emotion. So even though sometimes S's and C's may not be natural to show a lot of emotion, the more you can do, the better. You may not be able to match an uh, an influence emotion. That's fine. But if you can just raise your emotion a little bit and close that gap a bit; it will help a lot. One of the things when starting a conversation with a, with an influencer is they want to take time to connect. So you know they want they want to be asked, you know, how was your day, how was your weekend, and they're going to tell you how that went. Uh, you know, as opposed to a director, if you were to talk to a director uh, and started trying to connect on a personal basis, how is your weekend, and, and you know all those types of things. They're probably going to make it pretty short because they just want to get to the task on hand, and they're happy to do that. But an influencer, they need to feel comfortable, you know, with you, and, and they need to feel a connection with you to have a, at least a positive, trusting interaction or you know, or session with them. So they like a lot of positive news. If you're dealing with a negative situation, sometimes we can't avoid it. We have to deal with the negative situation, but we can still put it in a, you know start it out with a, in a positive light. For instance, you know th- you know things are going really well, but you know we do have a problem we have to deal with. Uh, but we'll get through it. We just need to figure out a solution. Uh, they can deal with that to say, but if we start out with we're in big trouble, they're gonna get they're just gonna start to clam up so we have to just be aware of that we need to keep things as positive as possible but still be sure we're dealing with the facts one thing to remember about influencer suits they don't like a lot of detail so they're more about the interaction and do they trust the person do they feel good about the person that they're dealing with so if, when you get into a lot of facts uh they're gonna just they're just you're gonna they're gonna lose their concentration So give them what they need to know. Think about it as an an executive summary. So if you have to explain something to them, just give them the high level, give them the bullet points of what they need to know. If they feel they need more information, more detail, they'll ask you. But don't give them those fine details unless they actually ask you for it. Because they'll be happy quite often with executive summary and they'll say, you know what? I trust you. Let's do it. One thing to watch for with the, the influencers is as much as they want a low certain level of socialization at work they'll go on forever you know that the, they'll go on talking about the weekend for five six minutes uh if we don't get back to the task on hand so again we want that level of interaction socialization but at a point that we, we have to be careful not to let it go too far otherwise we're, we're gonna not have a productive meeting either so the steady eddy remember the steady eddy is a very cautious person they like routine they don't like a lot of change they they, they like to base base their judgments on what's gone on in the past so a couple of things about dealing with uh, steady eddies is talk slower than you would if you were a dni so if you are a director or an influencer and you probably do tend to talk quickly you, you need to consciously slow down for the steady eddy and keeping in mind, remember the steady Eddie wants detail. So if, if you're more inclined to give executive summary bullet points, they're not going to make a decision without more detail, and they probably are going to ask you a lot of questions, which is fine. So you need to give them the detail. But as you're, they're asking you all these detail, you know, supporting questions. It's important not to look flustered, or you know, or frustrated. With all these questions and be happy to provide them because understanding is that they need to know this to make a decision or to even move forward with you know with a certain type of task if it's uh, if it's an employee of yours something to keep in mind too is high s's like the influencer do like interaction with people they base a lot of their judgment on on their trust of the person they are dealing with so it's it's fine to take a little while a few you know a few seconds a minute just to create a connection, how's your day, how's your weekend, that type of thing, or if there's anything other personal that you you may want to talk to them that that at least makes things more human, that will be welcome. Now, the compliance officer. Remember, the compliance officer is that detail-oriented, they're task-oriented, they're very introverted, they're quite happy to be on their own uh, without a lot of people around them so they can finish their tasks. So when dealing with the compliance officer, they need detail, but they need it to. Pre- they need it presented slowly. Uh, you need to see again with just with uh, with the the Steady Eddie. You need to slow down your your speech with them so they can absorb the information you're giving. And remember, as I said before, they deal with flowcharts in their head. They need to fill out that flowchart in their head as you're giving them information. And if you go too quickly, you're going to lose them and frustrate them. And then I'll guarantee you they're either not going to act on your instructions or make a decision for instance if it's a member of your management team or or a client something to keep in mind as well is when it comes to starting the conversation they really don't want a lot of personal interaction as far as talking about the weekend talking about how there's days going if you were to ask a compliance officer how their weekend is going uh, they're probably or how the weekend went they're gonna say fine and you may not get a lot more information out of them as compared to say an influencer, they're gonna spend three or four minutes telling you how their weekend went. So just keep that in mind. They want to get the task in hand. If you get start to get too personal with them, it'll make them uncomfortable. So, from a leadership perspective, you know, here's a few things to remember. If you are a director, you're leading your company, you're a director, keep probably are coming across as someone that's you know very direct, very blunt may not have a lot of patience for for mistakes or people complaining or people not or asking a lot of questions so as a director it's important to be self-aware and be more accepting that people want a a personal reaction or a personal relationship for instance if you're a high d and you got high eyes on your team it may not be natural for you to Develop a bit of a personal relationship, but you need to take a conscious, make a conscious effort to do that because some of your teammates are going to want that. As an influencer, if your leader is an influencer, what comes natural is you're going to be caring about your people. Most of them will probably like you, but you have to be careful to not try to be too well liked by avoiding tough decisions or sometimes handing down discipline when it needs to be. Because high eyes or the influencers tend to want to popular in the moment so as a leader we have to be careful with that it's great to be popular but sometimes we do have to be the heavy and and it doesn't come natural for an influencer but that sometimes we just need to be able to do that at least in the moment and and sort of dig deep and do that something remember if you're that steady eddie as a leader you know you're a slow decision maker you know you need a lot of facts people with high energy may overwhelm you so you need to be aware of those things. But you can really be an effective leader, again, by asking the right questions. You know what you, you're very good at preparing for meetings and for interactions. So you can be very effective by very being very clear on the instructions that you give to people. And, and you will be good at giving good, clear instructions. The directors and the influencers have to be a little careful because they'll tend to give very broad instructions to others. Uh, where others may want more detail. So you may end up finding people, again, asking you a lot of questions or not moving on things because they just don't feel like they were given enough information on on how to do it. So directors and influencers make more effort to give more detailed instruction, the steady eddies you be natural giving detailed instruction but keep in mind if you're giving detailed instructions to uh, directors and influencers they might start to get uneasy they usually just want tell me what you need done and let me go do it and and that's something to keep in mind on leading them because if you try to micromanage them they may not they may not interact with you very well some very similar things about the compliance officer as the steady eddie compliance officers tend to want to give a lot of detail they really have a lot of problem giving up control. Uh, they, they get really uneasy when they don't have control. So they might tend to micromanage. And as if you're a compliance officer and you're leading a, a, your business, keep in mind that what you think is fine may be micromanaging to others. And especially when it comes to di- directors and influences on your team, they will feel micromanaged and they may not work well under your management style. So you, we need to. You, it's important to make that conscious effort to to let go a bit you can still have people report back to you and i'm going to be talking about by the way delegation in, in a future episode and actually it'll be in episode 13 so watch for that to come where i will talk about delegation at, at a level that's comfortable for you but it's really important to be aware about the micromanaging you will want to give a lot of detail and just like a the, the steady eddie well but keep in mind some people want detail from you the s's or the steady eddies and the and the compliance officers will want that detail from you so that comes natural but the directors and influencers they, they they they'll get bogged down in detail just give them what they need to know or give them what what the outcomes you need from them are and let them go do their job and support them the best you can when they need support you might be thinking okay it's great to know how to communicate with other styles But what happens when you got two styles that are interacting with each other? What what are some of the dynamics with that? Well, here's a few things to remember. If you have two directors communicating with each other, they're both going to be battling for control of that conversation. And there probably will be a lot of intensity and potential conflict. But as a director yourself, if you're finding you're dealing with another director, you are self-aware that that could be happening. So you may have to pick and choose times where you let the other person control the conversation, at least to a point that you're comfortable at. But keeping in mind that two directors that are not self-aware about themselves uh, will have conflict and will be battling for control. When two influencers are interacting with each other, there's gonna be a lot of talk, a lot of conversation, a lot of, uh, you know, positiveness, a lot of socialization. But typically what could happen is if they're on an agenda, they're going to lose sight of the agenda and that 20-minute meeting may become a 40-minute meeting because they spent so much time expanding on thoughts and, and getting sidetracked. So that's something to keep in mind. Uh, two influencers will have a great time together, very social, but they might not be as productive unless there's someone takes the, the lead and keeps things focused. Two steady eddies is kind of interesting because you'll probably find a lot of low-key conversation. Neither of them really wants to control the conversation by talking, they'll ask a lot of questions. So you may find a lot of low-key conversation, but at the same time, when it comes to making decisions, they will both be really slow in decisions because one's going to want the other one to make the decision and neither of them are comfortable making at least tough decisions on their own. Without a lot of information so you will find two steady eddies as much as they'll be amicable with each other they will kind of get stuck without somebody around to help moving them forward it's pretty similar with like compliance officers as the steady eddies the only they're they're both introverted both styles are are both introverted so the conversation won't be that high it will be very low key it will be very fact based but at the same time, when it comes to making decisions, they will also kind of get caught in the paralysis through analysis and will want to continue to search for more information, more information. So I, sometimes they need help from, from an outsider or one of them needs to be aware of this and say, okay, we need to make a decision to move forward. So keep that in mind. When you have two of one style you uh, of any of the styles work together, you can get a bit of an imbalance unless one of those styles or one of the people Uh, in that conversation uh, is self-aware and says, okay, I need to go outside my comfort zone and either give up control or keep things on track. So those are the basics of communication DNA. There's a lot more involved, but I wanted you to have enough information so that you can at least start to recognize the various communication styles you see from the team around you and people around you and some ideas on how maybe you, you can communicate better with them and also be more understanding of their style when they're communicating with you if you want to know more about this and you want to have a deeper understanding about your communication style or perhaps even the communication styles of those around you you can take a disc assessment Uh, you can you can search for it online Uh, in my own coaching practice i do disc debriefs so if you're interested in that uh, feel free to contact me through my website which is empoweredbusiness.ca or just send me a quick email at tony at empoweredbusiness.ca and I'll be happy to provide you with some more information about uh, what disc in, what disc assessments invo- entail. So I hope you've enjoyed this episode. The next episode, we're going to be talking about the magic profit formula and how it works. So I hope you watch for that one. Have a great day and we'll see you at the next episode. It's Tony Malik, author of Leaky Bucket of Profits.